Welcome to the Keeping It Light podcast. I'm your host, Lucia Griesbaugh. I'm a certified executive coach and a master NLP coach. And I'm going to be bringing you lots of conversations around how you can live an inspired life of greatness. In today's episode, we're talking about how you're not your thoughts. yourself stuck and feeling overwhelmed and or even like just confused about your passion and purpose in life well perhaps the main reason is because you think that you are your thoughts and when you think you're your thoughts you tend to um, get attached to things that maybe are not serving you or helping you be the best version of yourself. Like I'm in the middle of a launch for my flow into abundance program. And I'm telling you this because I created this program when I was completely in flow and completely like feeling ease about my business and ease about ease about living my passion and purpose. And it was great when I, I created the program and I had my first clients through this program and that was amazing and that was awesome and everything was just perfect and I was in this flow and I would say that, you know, pretty much like the entire program when I when I wrote it when I created it was it felt like really easy it really felt easy so now I'm in the second uh, run of it and I'm about to launch it again and you would think that it's pretty easy right like to launch a program that I've already created um, I will be updating it and adding to it because I've learned a lot more since then about how to stay in flow. But that's besides the point. The point is that I've already created this program and it should be easy to, you know, launch it. So I, that was all fine. You know, I, I, I had this idea and thought in my mind that I'm going to launch it in September. It's going to come out and it's great, except that all of a sudden, my coach, um, and this is this is great, and everybody should do this. Gave me a launch schedule, and you would think that that would be helpful, except that all of a sudden I found myself really stuck, like I couldn't do anything. Like I'm supposed to be creating content, and I couldn't create content about flow and about ease and about passion and purpose and all these things that I love talking about, but I couldn't create any content at all. And it took for me the fact that, you know, perfect, you know, like I'm, 
in the middle of a launch and I have lots of work to do at this time. And this is a time when I had pre-booked a vacation and, you know, it worked out perfectly. And that's what actually happens when you're in flow, by the way. It worked out perfectly that I had a vacation and I decided that I was going to, you know, oh, prior to this, I was, I was thinking, oh, why am I falling out of flow? Why am I falling out of this feeling of ease when it comes to my, my passion and purpose business? Why am I falling out of this? And so I, I started going back into my material of living in flow and, and, uh, had started getting back into flow with my life and, and writing content, but I still, I still missing that edge that edge I felt when I was actually, you know, like right in the middle of flow in my passion and purpose project. So what happened? I didn't know what happened. I couldn't figure it out. Here I am, the person that teaches flow and created this whole product while in flow, teaching my students how to create a passion and purpose business while in flow why am I having problems, you know, staying back, getting back into flow? What, what's going on? Well, I went on vacation. Like I said, it's perfect timing. So on my vacation, I got to experience the most beautiful sunrises and sunsets on a beach. So we had my family and I, uh, we went to um, the island, uh, specifically went to Sook, BC, which is a uh, coast on Vancouver Island over here in BC. And we rented a place by the ocean and I got to listen to the waves lapping up against the shore every day and every morning I'd wake up super early and I'd catch the sunrise and I'd listen to a heron on a on a tree every once in a while hawk you know squawking they, they make really funny noises by the way and I couldn't figure it out at first I thought it was a Canadian geese in the tree because I'm sorry I'm not a bird person but I learned a lot about birds during this trip and herons on trees sometimes make these funny, um, you know, sort of squawk, squawking noise, noises. And there was a rooster a few houses down, so I would hear the rooster crow every so often. And there was a beautiful swan that was really cute because it would run along, run along the coastline. And excuse me, my voice sounds like I just woke up because I'm recording this first thing in the morning because this is when I feel the most inspired. So the, the, the swan would run around the coast and it would sometimes land over to our end of the coastline. And it's funny because every single time it saw me, it would run towards me and it would, you know, or not run, swim towards me. And uh, it sometimes often would uh, c 
come so close it would end up on the side of the beach and just stare at me. And of course, the human part of me was joking around and saying that um, my human brain would say, you know, this bird is like, wants to be on Instagram and wants to be Insta famous because I was taking a video of it on Instagram. But joking aside, what the swan really wanted is is food, you know, because a lot of people on the coast, there, a few owners of the houses down there would feed this swan. And what would happen would, would be the swan would come and pretty soon, within like minutes, he would be followed by Canadian geese and you'd see the swan and it you would see it surrounded by Canadian geese and they're all like on the on the coastline and often on the beach or else like just right outside on the water so the swan and the swan is there because it wants food because it sees humans and humans often feed it it food you know because it's so beautiful and they want to attract it over right and the geese figured it out that you know the swan can't eat up all that food that at that it gets fed so it would come over and hang around and eat the food that maybe you know dropped around dispersed around the swan the like i said the lady with the chickens a few doors down she would come over and she would feed i think bird feed or chicken feed or whatever the same stuff that she feeds her chickens i think to the swan and there's like all these geese that would ha hang around her i didn't have as much luck because i googled it up and swans love uh, that can eat lettuce and vegetation so i gave her some of my salad before you know obviously before any dressing I threw out some of my salad out there, which was an assortment of some leaves and some carrots and, you know, um, celery. And I just put that out there and she ate some of it, but she wasn't really that interested. But I learned something really valuable about swans. They don't overthink. You know, they they just have this instinctual you know the instinct instinctual desire to have food <laughs> and they are actually abundantly provided with food they don't actually need to come over and eat the food that uh we've given them and i i think if anything feeding wildlife sometimes causes havoc because there's a story about the swan and and I was wondering about this until I was thinking about this until now the story of this with the swan is the swan's name is Romeo and Romeo had 
a partner and they had a fa- family of little little swans little geeselings or i don't know what swan baby ducklings are called maybe they're duck ducklings i don't know but the baby geese they have sorry the baby swans they had a bi- a family basically and the s- story is that at some point the swan's partner and the little babies that were with the swan got killed by wolves now i don't know about you but the swan was usually in the water number 1 number 1 the swan's usually in the water number 2 wolves as far as i know aren't in the water i don't know i'll have to do some research on this but i think that the fact that the swan loves to go onto the coast to eat food might be actually causing it more danger i don't know i'm just saying you know because instinctually swans know how to take care of themselves and and provide water and yes there's it is a circle of life i understand that likely that happened also you know that's nature you know it can be cruel but the whole point of me telling you this whole story is that swans they don't overthink they're like oh there's food i'm coming you know and and they're abundantly provided they don't need us as human like people feeding swans they don't need that you know they're well provided for in nature there's tons of little baby i don't know maybe they eat the little crabs but definitely there's fish that they eat and there's i know they eat frogs and there's plenty of that stuff out in the ocean so that's what i learned about the swan is that it doesn't overthink and it just lives life and it's abundantly provided for there's no like when is my you know they don't think about when is when am i going to like see fish they're just they just do they just do what they need to do and they have fish they eat and one of the biggest main problems that we have is that we tend to overthink and wonder like you know I'll give you an example of finding your passion and purpose business you know some people overthink and then they think like what well, what is my passion what is my purpose like what is it what is it that i'm supposed to be doing in life well your passion and purpose is what you're always meant to do what do you love doing what gets you excited what makes you feel like you're living a life that you've always been meant to live no what what makes you excited about life those are all your passion and purpose and and it's from that that you can create something that you could possibly sell or it could be a product 
It could be a service that you could sell. And it really is simple, except that we tend to overthink. And we think like, oh, I don't know. Am I supposed to be doing this? I don't know. Is this something I could do? I'm not sure if I have what it takes to do this. You know, like, who am I to be example? Some people's passion and purpose is just giving people wisdom and giving them advice in a specific category. You know, like maybe it is to run an online business. Maybe it is to exercise, be be a pro at exercise, living your best life. Maybe it is that your passion and purpose is to enjoy your family or to be the best parent ever. Like these are all things that you can do and you can do them well and master. However, what happens is that you get started and then you overthink and you go, who am I? Who am I to like teach people how to be the best parent? Who am I to teach people how to run an online business? And then you overthink and then you go, oh, I don't know if I can do this. You know, I don't, I don't have what it takes. And then, yeah, that's when the imposter um, syndrome happens. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but that happens to a lot of people that are even experts in their field. They at times feel like they're imposters because that's just part of the journey and the process of being an expert at something and mastering something that is your passion and your purpose. So what I'm trying to say is that don't overthink because if you overthink, it will cause you to either get stuck and you're unable to move or you get overwhelmed. And these are two things that I am very familiar with, very familiar with because I've been stuck for, I'd say, hmm, I don't know. 2013 maybe because I became a certified executive coach when I was uh, I think it was 2013 or 2014 when I actually graduated from my certified executive coach coaching program at Royal Roads University and since then I've had clients but I've never had a lot of consistent clients until last year in 2020 when I created my product, the Flow into Abundance program, and and also started having more consistent clients. And the reason why was because I was over-identifying with my thoughts. I kept, I come up with an idea and it'd be great and I'd be like, oh, this is amazing and I gung-ho, do it for maybe a week or a month or whatever. Sometimes I'd go like, you know, two months. Sometimes I'd go a month. Sometimes I'd go a week. And then I would get either overwhelmed or I would get stuck.
stuck because I over-identified with my thoughts. And I'm telling you, if you think too much, you are on the way to death. And I'm not, I'm not over-exaggerating here. Thinking is what kills people. Overthinking is what kills people. I shouldn't say thinking is what kills people because thinking is also the mother of creation in a lot of ways. There's a lot of beautiful things that you can think up and create through your thoughts. So it's not thinking, it's overthinking. Overthinking will kill you. Overthinking is what stops you from getting up out of bed and going for that run. It's like, oh, I don't know if I can. I've got a meeting coming up. I got I got to get myself ready for my meeting. I have time to exercise. I've got kids. I can't, you know, I got to take care of my kids. So I have to be present for them and and hang out with them. And because of that, I didn't have time to exercise and take care of myself. I've got responsibilities. I've got chores. I've got all these things to do. Overthinking will stop you from being the healthiest version of you. So my 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 point in today's episode is just to stop overthinking because when you overthink, you are on your way to death. And I'm not kidding. You know, it's when when you don't exercise because you've been overthinking or you haven't launched your passion and purpose project because you're overthinking and you're stuck in some corporate job that you hate or you're stuck in some nine to five job that you hate whatever job that you're in it doesn't matter the point is when you're stuck it's because you're overthinking oh but how am I gonna pay the bills you know there's no way I could pay the bills well I'm telling you as somebody that's doing it right now uh I am now consistently getting income with my coaching and consulting business. And that is because I actually stepped into flow and teaching flow and abundance, living in flow and abundance. And I was overthinking so much and it took me so long to get to this place. And I don't want that for you. So if I were to give you any keys Like, you know, going with like even what Mel Robbins teaches, if you've ever seen Mel Robbins stuff, she does the five, four, three, two, one, just go do it. Well, yeah, that's a good way to do it is just don't overthink, you know, just do it. Just do it. Count backwards from five, five, four, three, two, one, and just do it. Like, you know, you're lying in bed and you're like, I want to exercise I should be working out every day. Well, count to to like to one and get up. Get up off your bed. Have your clothes ready. Put them on. Go exercise. It really is that simple. It's when you lie there and you go, well, I'm tired and I don't know. Maybe tomorrow. I I know I should be working out, but oh man, I feel bad. The fact that I'm so you know, out of shape. I don't feel good about my body. And then you just lie there and you just overthink. And then before you know it, the moment's passed. And in life is all about moments. 
and life is all about moments, one after another. And if you don't act because you over, you're overthinking, you've lost that moment. And moment after moment after moment, that's how you create the life that you want. That's how you create your passion and purpose business. And you need to like drop the thought. That would be my second tip. If I were to give you a second tip is to actually just be still. And instead of reacting to your thoughts, give yourself, you know, a time, like maybe a minute or five minutes or whatever you need to just observe your thoughts and as they come up drop them if they don't serve you because you are the master of your thoughts not the other way around you are the master of your thoughts not the thoughts are your master of you and that's what happens to so many people is they think that they over identify with their thoughts and they think that their thoughts are them and they're not. You are not your thoughts. You're so much greater than your thoughts. You are the observer of your thoughts. You are the creator of your thoughts. You are the chooser of your thoughts. You decide on the thoughts. You have the power through your thoughts. You are the space between and around your thoughts. That's how powerful you are. I'm going to leave you with that today. I hope that's helpful for any of you, especially those that are working on a passion and purpose project or business. I hope that you found that helpful and that you recognize that you are not your, you are not your thoughts. You are the creator of all that is your thoughts and all that is not your thoughts. You are everything. And so if you identify only with your thoughts, it can cause you a lot of unease in life. A lot of unease. And take that from me who learned it the hard way. The hard way. I took, I was so like gung-ho on my passion and purpose business to help so many people live the life that, they're meant to live but I got stuck for many years and because I got stuck for many years I barely made it for many years I didn't have any consistent income I would have you know a few clients here and there I'd have a client here and then I'd have a client there and they were it was not consistent it wasn't consistent income at all if you want to live a passion and purpose business, you can't survive like that. You know, financially, you can't survive like that. You need to be making consistent income. And I'm telling you, overthinking is what's stopping you from making consistent income. If you're interested in living a life of passion and purpose, whether that is just a life of passion and purpose or creating a business that's your passion and purpose. 
stay tuned. I'm going to talk more about that in the coming episodes. This is also me exercising my creative juices, my creative flow, and living a life of complete flow and ease. And I'm telling you, it's so completely different than the life of overwhelm and stuck and overthinking. And I'm recording this while the rain is, I'm in my sunroom. This is a room that I can go into that my kids don't get woken up when I'm doing a recording. And it's also the place that I get the most privacy. So I may be in here a lot. But right now, it's pouring rain outside. And we so much need this rain in BC right now. We're going through a period of time where there's wildfires in the interior. And uh, even like during my vacation, I'm on the beautiful coast. Luckily, there's no wildfires there. However, the smoke from the interior was... Uh, was up in the air the last like two days I think before we left it got really smoky and the air quality was terrible so this rain is much needed but the rain is might be caught on my mic so I'm letting you know that if you hear any of that noise it's the rain that's coming you like what you're hearing please give me a five-star review i'm open to feedback good and bad preferably good you can reach out to me and give me feedback on lights on.consulting slash feedback and if you would like more information on living in flow you can download my free living in flow pdf at lights on.consulting slash flow until next time have a great day